Hello everyone, it's Morgan Hasn't Seen and I thought I would change the tune of the intro singing today uh, despite the fact that Janine, it never ties up with our actual show's intro music Yeah, that's okay though I mean, I we guess. could sing the intro music do you want to go? And, do you want to <laughs> sing the intro music now? Is it still playing? <laughs> it might. Okay, that has just either sounded very, very good or very terrible and off because the intro music might still be playing. And who knows if you're three beats behind or right on the money? Who the hell knows? Hello, everyone. It is the second episode of the Will Smith slash Many Black series on Morgan Hasn't Seen. I am Morgan. I haven't seen things. That is Janine. She forces me to see the things I've missed. I do. And we appreciate her for doing that. Or at least I do. For or now. at least everyone else does. <laughs> for, for now. now. Yeah. You, are, you are quite right. For now. You will hate uh, me next month, but that's okay. <clears throat> so yeah, what are we doing today, Janine? Today we are discussing Men in Black 2. Yeah, this of course comes after discussing Men in Black 1, <laughs> uh, which we did last week, which I flat out loved, which was great. Now, Men in Black 2 we have this week, which was 2002. I want to say, uh, same director, uh, trivia question number one, who was the director? Barry Sonnenfeld. There you go. So it's same director, so it's same, very very much the same feel uh, to the movie. Uh, we also didn't mention last uh, week, Danny Elfman does the score yes. for these movies. And um, first off, I want to say... I heard hints of Spider-Man, of the Spider-Man <laughs> score in this Picked one. Picked up on that, huh? Picked up on that. It reminds me of, uh, I think, I feel like a, I feel like a good few of the big name composers do that, though. Yeah, they sample Maybe a, their own stuff and kind yeah. of rework it. I mean, I do things like that as a graphic designer. Like, I take yeah. old designs and kind of, you know, a concept maybe or an element from it and I change yeah. it up and, and hey it works i mean it, it has worked for danny elfman for 30 years or yeah. however long it's been um but it's and like it's worked you can, for you can usually you can, tell when it's yeah. his score because oh he yeah has a for very, sure uh distinct sound to his music with yeah with with the with the big name composers you can kind of always tell uh, I mean the really big names. Of course, there is that one. You you say how uh, a lot of a lot of artists and whatever it is, and it's perfectly true. Will sample their own music. There is that one, uh, one from uh, Hans Zimmer though, that's uh, kind of a bit more than sampling your own music. It's just using the same uh, damn thing. I think it's Hans Zimmer, or it's at least the whoever did. Did Hans Zimmer do Pirates of the Caribbean? Uh, I think so. Yeah, so it's Hans Zimmer then. Because uh, in, in the opening scene of Gladiator, Ridley Scott's Gladiator, when the uh, when Maximus's horses are, are charging towards the enemy, 
it is it is the Pirates of the Caribbean theme tune. It just is. Seriously? It's the same. I don't think I ever noticed that. Yeah, watch it again. It's it's strikingly obvious. I actually heard a score that sounded very similar to the Pirates of the Caribbean score in this weird, like, 90s extreme era, like, skydiving movie. (laughs) (laughs) I was flipping through channels, and it was, like, all these people jumping out of the plane, and, like, the music was, like, da-da-da-da-da. And I'm like, this sounds like the pirate score. This is so random. Why were you watching a skydiving I was flipping through channels and I heard the music and I'm like, what is that? And then I I was like some, you know, that extreme era, like point break, you know, extreme sports skydiving kind of era of the 90s. Yeah, it was like some random skydiving movie. And yeah, the music that was playing during this skydiving scene was sounded very similar to the pirates of the caribbean score that's why you were watching a skydiving movie because we we just watched point break for the yeah. show yeah well this wasn't recent so, this was uh, a while ago ah, okay you were getting in the mood to watch point break for the I show was, yeah. i don't know uh but we are not here to talk about skydiving skateboarding bmx Biking or whatever stupid X <laughs> game sports there might be. Um, I'm, I'm not in that group. Nolan, I believe, is in that group of likes the X games and stuff like that. Oh, really? Um, but, you know, he likes weird stuff in general, like electronic music and other strange things. I don't, I don't understand. <laughs> we'll have to take it up with him. We'll have to do a full uh, hour and a half long... Interview, interview of Nolan, Nolan. Uh, as to why he likes strange things that nobody else likes. Well, maybe but we I'm can one, I, discuss but, that with him if we have him on for our teen movies month. Well, yeah, perhaps. And I, I, I like how I say that as though I'm one to talk when it comes to liking stuff that nobody else likes. Well, speaking so, of that, <laughs> last speaking time that, we talked a little bit about this tangent you went off on on it's a wonderful lighthouses. podcast about lighthouses and what did we see in men in black tomb working a lighthouse <laughs> well was it a lighthouse though technically i mean it was a big lighthouse behind the post office right yeah it was <laughs> it was yeah i couldn't um, help but have a, a pretty good hearty chuckle when i saw that what a good place to go into the movie. <laughs> yeah, from, see, uh, master of the Tommy segue. <laughs> Tommy Lee Jones' uh, former agent, Kay, we have to say at the beginning of this movie, is now working in a post office yes. in rural Massachusetts. Yes. So we see a lot of the movie kind of starts with Jay like vetting new partners and none of them quite working out. One of them being Patrick Warburton, yes. who we all love. Who is great in everything he's ever in. Yes. I like Patrick Warburton. And we get like a slight line of dialogue explaining what happened to Linda Fiorentino. Oh yeah, that was and that was all we got of her. That was just yeah. like, yep, okay, bang, done. Yeah. Not coming back. Bye. So We've the- instead got Rosario Dawson. Yes. Which I will never complain about. Oh, never, no. never, never in three million 
the history of the world, the future of the world, and the universe in general will you ever hear me complain about Rosario Dawson being in anything. <laughs> but that's beside the point. As you shouldn't. She is gorgeous and wonderful and very talented. All of those things. All of those things. All, All of, the of things. those things. All of the <laughs> things. But yeah, I like how I like how Men in Black 2 opens up very much the same as the first one. With sort of getting rid of the old partner. Yeah. Um, and Will Smith in this case, in, in you know the sequel's case, being very familiar with the alien they're going after. Yeah, like I kind right of appreciated him like being the one who like knows about the world and knows about yeah. you know what to do and he's very like very the tides of turn. Yes. So like you see him learning first. in the first one and then you get to see him really be the guy who knows what to do and knows all the protocols and all of that. Yeah. It was kind of cool. And I like Jeff, the weird alien worm person who lives in the sewer. Yeah. But that leads but. me to uh, one of the disappointing things about this movie. Yeah. Um, I think they went more like digital effects as opposed to practical effects. And, they you did. know, the time of when it came out, they did not look that great. No, they didn't. Um, I think the, the few digital effects that were used in the first one it, back in, in that's 97, that's you know, five years before this. Yeah. Um, looked somehow better. Yeah, because they used the mostly... Ones. Yeah, they used mostly practical, I think, and then digital where they had to, like growing, you know, Tony Shalhoub's head back and things like that. Yeah. And all those things that they did use digital for looked pretty good. But here, like, when he's riding the thing in the subway, mm. like, ugh, like, ugh, it just looked all very green screeny and... Yeah. I do still think when um, when uh, Tony Shalhoub does come back in this movie and has to grow his head again, I think that still looks good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, I do agree with you. It's weird how the effects seem to look worse. Worse, yeah. And that's obviously that's not the practical effects. That's not the, you know, the alien suits and what have you. Because that's all... Those little creature um, things. Yeah, it, it's not that... Uh, uh, at all the the effects are actually all rick baker effects yes. who most probably probably most famously did american werewolf in london yes um so you know it's good that's gonna be great and it is but yeah it's the cg and it's weird because i've you know we've all watched plenty of movies from the early 2000s where the cg lo still looks okay yeah. look at lord of the rings oh yeah look at uh, you know, some of the stuff... I mean, Harry okay, Potter. some of the... Harry Potter... I want to say Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets looks decent. The Philosopher's Stone CG yeah, is bad. Um, but the Chamber of Secrets still looks good. And um, like you, you can even look at, at Spider-Man. Yeah. Or the X-Men movies that had CG that, looks, that still looks, you know, perfectly decent. But yeah, but this just didn't yeah, look Not great. this one. No. There's uh, there's a good few slightly odd things about Men in Black 2 that just... I mean, it's a, I, I, I think it's a good movie. 
it's just nowhere near the quality of the first. No, and me. it's so short, so it just kind of like ended. And I was like, wait, it, it's over already? Like, what? It they could have like, added a little bit more here, and they kind of just said, nope, we're just going to tell this short little tight story in like 88 minutes and call yeah. it a day. It was weird that it was so short. Like, it felt fact- like things were missing. Yeah, the fact that it is less than an hour and a half. Yeah. It maybe would suggest that... Did I'm, I don't know if it's right to question, Did should they have made a sequel? Yeah, they because they just didn't have enough of a story yeah, to tell. Have. And they but, had some great things there. Like, I liked that he had to get Kay back. They gave him a reason to have to get Kay back because he, he's the only one who knew about, yeah. you know what this uh, evil alien was looking for and then he left himself clues and they have a little like scavenger hunt type thing like if they had kind of kept that going maybe a little bit longer and then gave you a little bit more with Rosario Dawson then maybe that would have lengthened it added more to the story added more to his relationship with Rosario Dawson you know him not wanting to neuralize her flashy thingy her you know but yeah it was like the scavenger hunt was like a couple things they had to find and then it was kind of over <laughs> yeah i and honestly for me i i don't think it's not the i i still like the story in this movie I, that's not the problem for me but i think you might have hit it just right there we needed more stuff with rosario dawson <laughs> and that's not just because uh-huh. i really like rosario mm-hmm. dawson that's because yeah yeah <laughs> her and will smith but her and will smith get seem to get into their whole really strong romance very very quickly yes and i mean i think maybe they could have done more with Kay, like having to relearn and get his memory back and him kind yeah. of being the will smith if they had done yeah. more with that and then he finally remembers something but it was like only a short period of time where he didn't know what he was doing and then he remembered everything. Yeah. So, I mean, so it's it's yeah. not really it's not as though the story points aren't good. No. And the story in general is good. There. They just cut it, it off is, very short. Like why are you rushing yeah. it? Like lengthen this yeah. out because the whole fun switch of it is the dynamic shift. Will Smith is the one who knows better he knows the world he knows the men in black he's a professional now and tommy lee jones who was the teacher is now the student and he doesn't remember anything he doesn't know what to do it's up to will to jog his memory and get their rapport back and you know teach him the ropes a little bit and then maybe something happens that jogs his memory again but it was yeah. like he was lost for a little bit and then all of a sudden he like remembered and then yeah that whole fun and, dynamic that they could have had was just kind of over. Yeah, just to make it a little more, you know, like I said before, how the tides have turned. Just almost do it the opposite way, which would have kept the fun. It would have kept the good uh, silliness that the movie does still have, obviously, yeah. because it, it, it does have all the same people producing it, making it, uh, directing it, you know, acting in it. It's all the same. It, it, it is just this kind of thing where you're thinking, well, just add 10 minutes to it to make it the length of the first one. Yeah, to feel more richer, 
And also, like, um, aside from the beginning, there weren't that many, like, action set pieces, I don't think. I, yeah. There's not, like, well, obviously there's the end. Yeah. Where the big worm Jeff eats the subway train. Yes. Well, that, aside from the beginning, yeah, I'm saying there's not, there weren't very many. Well, that's the end. Yeah. Well, no. Um, isn't that the beginning? That's... Him and Patrick Warburton are like chasing the thing in the subway. That was the well, Yeah, but I thought he comes back at the end. He does come back at the end. To but... eat another subway train. <laughs> yes. But or like, just it is. I don't know. In between, there was not a lot, a whole lot of action no. type stuff, which I think the first one had a little bit more of. No, and there was barely. There wasn't like any of the cool, let's go montages either. Yeah. That I can remember. Not um, so much. Yeah, it's. You can see that it's still very much got the same sort of love behind making it because it does feel very similar it does feel exactly like the first one feels yeah it is just missing that little bit of spark yeah they could have taken time uh, to play shame. up some interesting elements more and they just didn't really do that they kind of just rushed through it yeah and you know i did say last week that you know vincent d'onofrio's uh, villain uh, while uh, Vincent D'Onofrio himself is always great, that wasn't my favorite part of the first Men in Black. Very similar in this one. <laughs> Laura Flynn Boyle. Where the villains are not my favorite no. part of this one. And my favorite part, again, is the chemistry between Will Smith yes. and Tommy Lee Jones. And I just um, love that you just don't expect that to work, and it does. Yeah, it's just, why is Johnny Knoxville in the movie? Because <laughs> I think that was, like, the height of his jackass powers. Yeah, I guess it probably was. But, yeah, it's, we, we talked about the kind of bad CG. Johnny Knoxville's weird second head. Oh, God, that looked so it's bad. It's terrible. <laughs> it's dreadful. Yeah. The slug thing so looked terrible. Even, like, Rosario Dawson going off in that pod looked so oh, it bad. Did. Oh, God. Yeah, it did. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah. At the end. It did not look good. Oh, no. But, yeah, I, look. Look. Do I look... Do I seem like the kind of person that likes Johnny Knoxville and Jackass? No. <laughs> no, I don't, do I? I know I don't. But he was... F he was fine for what he was doing. Yeah, I mean, right. he, that was his era he of doing movies. He was serviceable. Yeah. Yeah. He was serviceable. His weird second head just looked awful. Not great, yeah. It never looked like it should have been there. Yeah. Um, I mean, he does kind of a shame. look like he could be an alien, but... <laughs> <laughs> he looks like he could be an alien. That's a horrible thing to say to someone. You look like an alien. <sighs> I don't feel uh, like bad about hurting somebody who's uh, done the kinds of things he's done. Well, that's true. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. a very, very fair point. Um, what I also find, there's a lot of things in Men in Black 2 that date it as well. 
Yeah. I feel like there's a lot of things. Like, oh, this was this was definitely Michael made Jackson. in 2002. Like Michael Jackson. No. Which now I'm kind of thinking, I wonder if Michael Jackson was in it because of Rick Baker. Uh, mm, probably. Because didn't he do the thriller makeup? I think so. Yeah. It was definitely John Landis that directed Thriller. So yes. And I think Rick Baker did the makeup. That's why the makeup yeah. was so similar to the uh, werewolf. Uh, yeah. Makes a lot of sense if it would have been Rick Baker that got him involved. Yeah. But that was. Which a... he also looked like an alien at that time. Well, yeah. Yeah, so. he did. Uh, that's also a very unexpected. I see. I I didn't even know that cameo happened. <laughs> it so did. it did, and it took me out of it, and I was yeah. just like, "Oh, oh no, oh okay, oh that's over with now." Yeah. No, we I don't want you in. No, thank you. No, thank you. You can't be a- agent. I can be agent M. That's who can be agent M. <laughs> me. <laughs> Morgan for Agent M because yes. they all go by their own names, yes. don't they? What's Tommy Lee Jones's real name in this movie? Quote unquote, it's Kevin. Yeah, and he tells him he doesn't look like a Kevin. No, he looks like a K. He looks <laughs> like a K. Yeah. Um, Kevin Brown, like I believe. That's you know, Kevin Brown. Do we have any listeners called Kevin Brown? I'm sorry if we offend anybody right now. That's a bland name. <laughs> no, but we do have a listener named Carla. We do have a listener <laughs> named Carla. You are quite <laughs> correct. Yes. Who I believe wanted a shout out. Yes. So, hey, Hi, Carla. Carla. Hi, Carla. Janine knows Carla very well. She's making some sort of inside joke. I just like to say her name, Carla. I will not do that. I will just say, hi, Carla. Thanks for listening to the show. We love you. Thanks. Great. Much appreciated. You're awesome. See, we got fans. We got fans. We we have one fan, (laughs) and it's Carla. Yay. Yay. We'll keep doing this for you, Carla. Yes. If for nothing for else, we will do it just for you, Carla. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm about that. Let's yeah. do it. Wonderful. Yay, shout outs for listeners. Woo-hoo. See, that's what you can get if you be a very nice listener. If you're an avid listen. listener and you leave comments and five star ratings and hit us up on tweets. our socials. Tweets, do the tweets. Yes. Do the nice fun tweets and if you, yeah, generally if you show a lot of love, a lot of love uh, to the show, uh, then you'll get like, like Carla has just had with a nice uh, outpouring of appreciation. Yes. And uh, a lot of uh, gratitude and love. And that's just a nice place uh that's just a nice thing to do. It keeps the positivity up, and that's what we all like to do. Screw negative podcasts, <laughs> Janine. Yes, yeah, screw them. Screw Twitter and its endless negativity. Guess what I've seen a petition for today? Oh, no, what? B- bring Iron Man back. What? From the dead. Oh, good grief. <laughs> <laughs> you did not see No. That. I did. What no, is the I petition called? We love you 3000. Got back. 
I, no, I, I don't know what the petition's called. I just saw a news story that that petition existed. Oh, and it was from a legitimate news place where where you would believe. I think it might have been Hollywood Reporter. I don't know. Oh, people. Um, but people are idiots, Jenny. They are. They are. Um, but we're yeah. not... No, we no, we're not. Well, we're, well, we're we a are. slightly ridiculous, but I wouldn't call us <laughs> full-on idiots. No, we we are sane. We <laughs> we we have brains. We do. Which is more than can be said for uh, Johnny Knoxville. <laughs> well, he has two brains because he has two heads in this movie. <laughs> Well, they always make a joke in this movie how about how Johnny Knoxville's character is like the stupidest, shu- stupidest... I can't say words today. <laughs> stupidest. Ha! <laughs> stupidest person. Yes. Um, that was where I was going with that. I don't think anybody got my uh, little jokey joke. But <laughs> that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. jackass. Yeah. We were talking about things that date Men in Black 2 way more than they date the first one. Yeah. Because that one still feels you can. It's yeah, kind of timeless, right? Mm-hmm. Anytime. This movie has Who Let the Dogs Out in it. <laughs> it does. Which, <sighs> granted, yes, Who Let the Dogs Out, it's great, but oh my god. That we're all yeah. just sat there then going, well, this is from 2002. <laughs> um, what else does it have in it? Um, well, the very fact it has Johnny Knoxville in it. Yes. Is that also. And its depiction of the sexy female villain is very early noughties as well. Oh, yeah. Like the first time you see her, she's walking around in her underwear in a negligee. Yeah, and I'm sure everyone in 2002 is going, Oh my God, she's so hot. I love her so much. She's so... And I'm just sit, sat here now in 2019 going, eh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That just looks like a person. <laughs> the how times how times have, have changed. Ch- have changed. Yeah. Some, somewhat problematic in the world. Yeah, I don't but, think um, um, an actress would do that today, really. Just be like... My introduction is me looking at a Victoria's Secret ad, and that's what I'm going to look like. And I'm going to be in full brawn panties and like a little... For the rest of the movie. For the majority of the movie, and walk around in my little thong, and yeah. No. (laughs) So, I was not about that at all. It was weird. (laughs) Yeah, it was very dated and of its time, which is like, yeah, how do you, like, take that away from this movie when the first one was... just... Yeah. It's five years before it. Yes, and it's and it still, doesn't feel that yeah, way. It felt pretty timeless, but this it's very two thousands yeah. specific. I, if a villain did that today, just no. Well, for one, well, to be fair, the 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 idiots on Twitter would probably be all for it. Um, <laughs> be like, yeah, we need to see more. Yeah, and I'm. 
doing that voice because that's what I believe they all sound like. Some people might do the voice like a, yeah, well, we need to see this. I prefer to go low with it. Oh, I appreciate that and choice. Yes. Do the, uh, well, we, we need to see more uh, girls in underwear in our movies. No, shut up. <laughs> that's all I can say to that. Yeah. Go and watch Men in Black 2. So. Go and watch all. Go and watch all the American Pie movies as kind of guilty pleasures for me as they are. Um, just because I was a fourteen-year-old boy once, Jenny. You were. I were, and they were often on television. Oh, I thought you came out like a fully grown old man. Well, no, that was only when I was like 16, was I decided to be then go to the age of 65 yes. and have and have been there ever since. Old and you man know what? Morgan. Kind of like it. Kind of like old man Morgan. Yes. You like to call me old man Morgan. I do. Why? You just have that very old man sensibility. Is it because I shouted at children <laughs> you on a did. car park once? <laughs> and you, you were wearing it? a very grandpa-like sweater and decided yeah. to yell at the kids in the car park. Were Get out of the way, they children! In, <laughs> were they or were they not in the way, Ginny? <laughs> they were in the way. There you go. But you yelled at them in a very grandpa-like crotchety manner. <laughs> Get out of the way! <laughs> shook Shook my fist <laughs> at them. Shook your fist at them, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Um, yeah, that's me. You like lighthouses? Mm-hmm. That's very grandpa-like. It kind of is, isn't it? <laughs> that you could go it's off on of a very long tangent about lighthouses. Did you listen to that? No, I did not. Oh, I, I need to now. <laughs> you're missing out. I know. Um, Anybody who wants to listen to me uh, going about lighthouses for uh, 10 minutes and disrupt Nolan's train of thought, go and listen to the uh, Beast from 20,000 Fathoms episode of uh, It's a Wonderful Podcast. And uh, you'll hear that. It's weird. I'm weird, Janine. Did you know? Maybe you're an alien. Maybe I am an alien. We don't know who's an alien. Which, speaking of lighthouses and speaking of aliens... Who else? Who are hiding out as aliens. That was probably my favorite part. When he found him at the post office and then he does that whole kind of like beatboxing with Bismarcky (laughs) and that kind of reveals everyone in the post office to be aliens because that looked really makeup wise and stuff, that looked really good. And it was just kind of a fun little reveal. Now I feel like we have to talk about Bismarcky. (laughs) When did that song come out? Oh, like I feel his, like it was definitely earlier than the early noughties. What, his Just a Friend song? Yeah, the only song you <laughs> could possibly name as Bismarcky. Uh, but yeah, he is, in, he is in this movie. Will Smith beatboxes. Beatboxing, that is an early 2000s thing. I think it was uh, like maybe again. early 90s, I want to say. Uh, yeah, it's... it's uh, 89 was when he released... 89? Yeah. So somehow he stayed relevant for another... Wow. <laughs> I didn't think it was that early. For another 10 plus years to do this movie. And people knew who he was. Because, I mean, he still probably does That's things. Insane. And he's still very good at like his unique way of beatboxing. So that was Oh, sure. Fun. He just can't <clears throat> sing. 
I think that was kind, kind of, of the point of the song. That is the point. Yeah. That is the and point. it works. And it's it does work. It's a good song. Dressed like Beethoven or whatever. <laughs> I'm not I'm not gonna take the song away from Bismarck. He knew he knows what he was doing. But it was just cool seeing these two actual rappers kinda like, you know, yeah. have that moment. And then the yeah. reveal of pretty much all the aliens work at the post office. <laughs> yeah, all all postal workers are aliens. Yes. Uh, is the uh, is this is the statement there, and that's funny because postal workers are often like aliens, um, if they knock at your front door very loudly. Yeah. When they don't, when they have a package that can't <laughs> fit through in in uh, can't fit through your door. Because unlike the US, we have letter boxes here, which are just little slits in the front of your door where you put your letters through. Yeah, we don't have that. We have you like just have the post big... boxes on the edge of the driveway. And we also have like a big box that has all that people's mailboxes. Yeah. So you have to walk yeah. up the street and pick your box and get your yeah. stuff out of your box. Yeah. It would be, it, it, I think uh, the, and th- that works for apartment buildings and stuff like that. That works perfectly fine. Um, I think it's a silly idea not to have letterboxes um, that you, you, your post is then just in your house rather than in a, a separate box outside. And that's kind of how that era of knowing your mailman died. Yeah, that's true. But they knock at the door very loudly, is what I'm saying, is what I was getting at. So they must be aliens, because there's few things that annoy me more than loud knocks at a door. (laughs) Just knock quiet. Who taught you to knock? The police. The riot police. (laughs) The riot police. The people, are are you doing a raid on the house? What's going on? Just knock calmly. Just get one knuckle, one knuckle. Just three three taps with one knuckle. That's all you need. People can hear you. They don't need to hear you ten houses down. Sure they do. It's very important. No, they postage. don't. You don't know. It's ridiculous. And you it's could be getting your important. stickers. Your, as They're not going to knock on the door patron for that. Patron put... of Janine. <laughs> if you, you could be getting if you your want to be a patron, <laughs> if you want to be a patron of Janine Machine. Check me out at Janine LC on Patreon.com. To, to get your stickers of the month yes. through your letterbox and or postal box and or thing at the end of the driveway with the little flag on. Yes. Is it a flag? I don't know. The concept is alien to me, Janine. <laughs> I, I just wanted to that, say the word alien. Yeah. I, I feel like you, were, you had that stored away... I did, I was waiting for that one, and um, didn't work because it's now been over-explained. Yeah, and that's always kind of killed it there. Kind of killed it there. Do you know what else I did really like about Men in Black 2? What's though? that? Was this the weird city in the locker. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they were like praising Favourite part of both <laughs> movies. <laughs> Liked it more than any part in the first one. Of course you would like the weird stuff. I like the weird stuff. There's a whole city of people, or whatever they are... In a storage locker. In a locker. Who prays And they have their own society. (laughs) They 
They praise him like a god. They praise his watch that he left there. Thank you for your <laughs> digital device that lights our streets. Like, <laughs> okay. it's, it's incredible. I want a whole story about those. I hope they're still there in Men in Black International. Mm, I don't know about that. No. So I'm pretty sure you were the only person who had that as their favorite part. Well, it's a whole other world and they have they're, it's, they're, they're using all the trash that's in the locker to create their homes and their streets and but... they use the power from Kay's watch to light them and without that light Janine they don't have warmth no, and without warmth they die oh, you really care about these little creatures don't you yeah I do just like the uh... end of the first one <laughs> Just we like are revealed to be just like those creatures in the locker because they do that oh, whole yeah, kind of like, like the first one and this one did that whole zoom out at the end of us kind of just being part of a bigger world like in the first yeah. one we ended up being like a marble in an alien's marble bag and oh yeah <laughs> yeah yeah so and this has that you are of... one of those creatures essentially in a locker I'm not in a locker. I'd know if I was in a locker, there you, would be a big face know. that came down. There could be a big zoom out of a bigger alien who's looking down on you in a locker, in a storage locker. Are we, are we just, uh, what, what is it that people say we are? Are we a droplet of sweat on a giant's hand? Or is that a saying? Is that an old British folk saying? Something inside a turtle's brain. I've heard that one. Have you heard the turtle's brain one? No, I have the, not. The, the, world, the world is just like a dream inside a turtle's brain or something like that. No. I don't know. <laughs> um, there's aliens out there, though. As we found out. Um, and they're all at the post office. They're all at the post office. And they're all at the end of this movie when you have the sort of final shot that is going through that door or like opening up that one door to that big room yes where all the various aliens are and it's just basically oh look more aliens we can't wait for men in black three that came out 10 years later and goes back in time and you get to hear that and great pitbull song pitbull song Oh, well, it's not another Pitbull song. Yeah, well, I didn't, and I was not a huge fan of this song. I liked the Men in Black song better. Yeah, the Men in, where was the Men in Black song? He had a new that, song. I don't, I don't care about the new song. I want the old song. Bring <laughs> yeah. the Men in Black song back into this movie. It should play all the time. It should be the main theme of the movie. Exactly. They could have just kept Screw the Danny way. Elfman. I did not like... <laughs> this end credit song at all no uh and i I didn't mean screw danny elfman i'm sorry danny elfman (laughs) i like danny elfman very very much um but i just like the men in black song and it's a shame that it was only used that once on the on the ending credits of the damn first movie Ginny. well there was a big elaborate music video that accompanied it so you can always just watch that does it have aliens in it? It does, and they're doing the Men in Black dance. Yeah. I will have to send it to you. I love it. <laughs> I love that so much. But yeah, Men in Black 2, uh, for me, 
to sort of finalise a little bit. It was fun. It had the same... It had the same vibe. It had the same style as the first one. And I liked it. Uh, I liked the story, obviously, with Will Smith and Tommy Lee Jones again, with J&K. Um, that was the, the standout stuff. Rosario Dawson was great, even though she should have really Had done more, more to do, yeah. considering she was the princess of something or other. Yes. Um, of some sort of alien species that we found out she was that wasn't really gone into a, a, At all, a great really. detail, yeah. other than a statement that said, oh, wait, Rosario Dawson, you're the... Um, princess of of this race that that we've been after old movie and it's just like what where did that come from that that's coming from nowhere okay then nothing nothing that was just a blanket statement and then she goes off on her little space pod weird pod i mean this movie was 88 minutes you had so (laughs) much time to add some depth and detail to a lot of things so yeah i mean that's that's 88 minutes with credits yeah like, I mean, so it's I like 85 minutes. Yeah, of actual story and movie. Yeah. But, like, yeah, I hadn't seen this movie in a long time. And, yeah, I was a bit disappointed that it was so short. And they could have elaborated on some fun things that they started. But they kind of just resolve it too quickly and don't really take the time to go into them and make it more interesting. And the effects weren't that great. Considering it came out, what, like five years after the first one that had yeah good effects and yeah yeah, like you said it's just very dated so i would have to say it's it's such a shame when movies do that and i I know there's movies like that today that come out every week today Mm -hmm. that in 20 years time we'll all be watching them going oh Oh, god that is so late 2010s yeah um so yeah i was just a shame fairly disappointed um the thing that, you know, saved it for me, of course, was the great dynamic between the two of them. Yeah. Um, but other than that, yeah. And Will Smith just villain. being... You know, yeah, Will him Smith. ad-libbing. I love him when he neuralizes people and he kind of gives them a nice <laughs> yeah. little lengthy story as opposed to what Kay does. Yeah. I like the one where they go to that that, that family's house <laughs> and Kay's got a load of weapons stored <laughs> yeah. there that the family didn't know anything about. Yeah. And they looked all shocked. And then Will Smith flashy things them yes. and tells the little girl that she can have ice as much cream and cookies and ice cream and as she wants. Yeah. <laughs> and I always appreciate uh, somebody letting somebody else have all the ice cream. Yes. Because people deserve ice cream, Janine. Yes, for like going Veruca through Salt. daily life. Veruca Salt doesn't deserve any damn ice cream. <laughs> it's in Veruca song. <laughs> Veruca Salt des- deserves exactly what she gets. Which is... That, that girl probably turned into Veruca Salt. Being burned in the... That girl did not turn <laughs> into Veruca Salt. She wants a feast. She wants a bean feast. She doesn't. She just wants ice cream. Well, no mention of a bean feast. Too. There's no and mention of a bean feast. Get the things that she's after. <laughs> she's What's she gonna do? Going to <laughs> <laughs> I truly believe 
Like, how much ice cream uh, did she ask for? Like, 10,000 tons of ice cream or something? Something like that, yeah. <laughs> Which is way too much ice cream, even yeah. for those people that do like ice cream. Um, I truly believe that we should... We should uh, our, our little group of, 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 of friends should all get together and do some sort of amateur stage production of Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. And you are definitely playing Veruca Salt. (laughs) What are you trying to say? I'm saying you sing the song very well. Oh, I appreciate that. Obviously, I would play Grandpa Joe. Yeah, you would. And um, we'd have to do some other casting. (laughs) 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 No, that's just because I can sing his song very well. Better than Charlie can. Oh, God, that kid is terrible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and if Guys, you want to hear wanna... more about our Willy Wonka <laughs> shenanigans, you can listen to the episode of It's a Wonderful Podcast featuring me and our good friend Brandon Hanna as we have kidnapped Nolan, taken him away, yeah. and taken over the show to talk Willy Wonka. It's a very fun and ridiculous episode with lots of singing. So you can cast us however you want to in our stage production of Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Brandon would definitely think he would play Willy Wonka, but Brandon is actually playing all the Oompa Loompas. <laughs> he could do both. No, no, he couldn't. I mean, he does have the Wonka hat. And if you want to hear Brandon break down <laughs> the science of fizzy lifting drinks, check out his episode of Film Physics on Willy Wonka. <laughs> At Brandon All Hanna. The professionalism <laughs> today, Janine. Yeah. Check out Film Business Brand. on yeah. YouTube. Go and do it. Look at all this professionalism yeah. today. I think we're doing a good job today. We've we we've are. we've uh we've gone away a little bit from the absolute nonsense of, of last week. And um we're doing okay. You're plugging away like nobody uh like nobody cares, yeah. but everybody cares like because, like nobody's business. I think Brandon should play Mike TV. <laughs> yeah, he's a bit fast because, talking. Because he's American. Yeah, and all he and cares Brandon's about is guns. American. And all, and obviously, all Brandon cares about is TV and guns. Yes, as we all know, <laughs> uh, Brandon's two loves in life. <laughs> TV and and hand weaponry. No, that's not true at all. Sorry, Brandon. Sorry (laughs) about that one. Uh, Yeah. But yeah, men in uh, black too. It's it's good. I liked it. I think I probably liked it a little more than you did. Um, But maybe that's just because I love the first one so much now. Yeah. And just were hap- just was happy to see Will Smith, Tommy Lee Jones back, back being together. silly with yeah. each other, uh, vibing off each other, um, doing what they did so well in the first again because they haven't lost it in yeah. five years. Uh, the only people that have lost it in five years are the CG developers. That was a loud noise. Um, loud this- noises. <laughs> No, oh, yeah. Steve you Carell don't know is what that's from be... because you I don't know what it's from. That that's from that's from Anchorman. It's Steve Carell. Okay, well, I like that, Steve. Maybe Carell. I'll, I'm gonna add that to the frat pack list. Bing, frat pack Steve Carell. 
okay, we're not getting into this again, but Steve Carell <laughs> is he he he's weird because I like Steve Carell. I really do like Steve Carell. He's in both groups that we were talking about last week. Which groups? The Brad he's Brad he's group. and he's also but he but with forty year old Virgin, he's also in the Seth Rogen okay, group. He is, yeah. So, so I, I like Steve Carell. And Paul Rudd, too. Paul Rudd's also, yeah. But I think Paul Rudd is also more into the Seth Rogen group the than Apatow. the... The Apatow group. Yeah. Than the... Uh, the not. That's what it is, actually, isn't it? It's Apatow. It's all Apatow. Yeah. That's what I like. Apatow stuff and, and Seth Rogen. That's me. No... Uh, who, I mean, who directed all the movies that will ferrell was in different people uh, exactly adam there was McKay no consistency did, um, Anchorman, right? oh yeah adam mckay yeah yeah that's right you're right anyway i don't know why i like steve Carell. i just do like steve Carell. everybody does he's wonderful it is true and steve Carell also looks much better now than he ever did in 2005 yes well somebody told me I'm like, did he do like hair plugs or something? Because he did not look like this. And somebody told me that he like purposefully thinned out his hair like that and slicked it back. It was. So he could look like a weird, sad boss man. So his hair was like always full, but he thinned it out like that. A weird, sad boss man. <laughs> yes. Steve Gorell, very good at playing weird, sad boss men. Yes. Uh, yeah. But that is it, unless we have anything else to say about Men in Black 2, Ginny. Nope, I think we covered the gist. Are we excited to watch the third movie? It's been a very long time. I'm pretty sure I saw it in the theatre, and that is the last and only time I had seen this movie. So... Okay. No so, Tommy Lee. No Tommy Lee Jones. Um, I feel We have like Josh Brolin. Yes, and you get Jermaine Clement, and I think he's kind of... Jermaine Clement's in the movie. He's the yes, villain. Yes, I already love it. Yes, 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 But I yes, feel like he's... Yes, gonna, he's, yes, I, yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Are you okay over there? Yes. <laughs> I feel like I remember him being very D'Onofrio-esque. So. I don't care, it's Jermaine Clement. Okay. Well, D'Onofrio's good. And without Tommy Lee Jones... Does Josh Brolin have as much good chemistry with Will Smith? How do I know? I haven't I'm seen the movie. Sure That's the good. point, Jimmy. I remember, and I feel like Brolin did a very good job of portraying, giving that Tommy Lee Jones essence, if That's I good. recall. So. Well, I like that, and I uh, look certainly look forward to watching it, especially now that you've said Jermaine Clement's in it, because I really like Jermaine Clement a lot. <laughs> He's great. Yes. So yeah, this will be a fun rewatch for me because yeah, I'm pretty sure I've only seen this movie the one time in the theater when it came out. And uh, will the the will the uh, no the poll won't be going up yet, will it? No, um, the poll won't be going we up. We can probably put well, the poll up maybe next week. Next week, I think, is when we would. Put or maybe the poll we'll put it up, up today after this episode is released. We will put up the poll. But that seems like... But then it's like oh, two weeks plus away. We have two more movies to go before the true, poll movie. True, true. Okay. Next so week. So I think... 
we should put it up next week. Okay. And that that Fair is enough. of course the poll to uh, that that you can all vote on to determine which Will Smith movie we uh, I we or which Will Smith movie I watch for the first time for the last bonus episode of this uh, little run yeah. of the Will Smith series before season four kicks off or series four of Morgan hasn't seen which kicks you're off. you're so with excited Mo- about. Don't talk into the <laughs> microphone with such happiness. I am really excited. You are. I'm not. <laughs> this, I think this is going to be the first time you actually hate me. I mean, you've pretty much enjoyed everything I've put upon you this whole yeah. time. Yeah. Look, I am also, I feel like I'm a very self-aware person, right? I kind of know my own mind. And tastes. Um, and tastes and, and stuff like that. I I also know kind of the reasons why I like certain things. But I'm, I feel like I'm very easy to please when it comes to movies. <laughs> I feel like if there's one good thing about a movie, then the movie's good. Whereas I think a lot of people are like, if there's one bad thing, the movie's bad. You know? Yeah. Do you get my way of thinking? I get your way of thinking. But I mean, I know you to be a person to find positives and things. So even though you are very negative about watching all of the Fast and Furious films, which I am super excited (gasps) about and you are dreading, I think you will find some positives in there. And maybe this is a situation where we might have to just, you know, synchronize our watches and watch it together. Because when you watch things with people who enjoy them, (laughs) you know, it helps get you into the vibe of it, I think. Yeah, and we may we may even be uh, getting guests on for for the Fast and Furious stuff oh, yes, if we yeah. can, because um, these movies are beloved. We have plenty of friends clamoring to want to be guests yeah, to talk about them. So yeah. that must tell you something. It does. It does. I. I yeah. It's like these we'll movies get are ridiculous. They know they're ridiculous. And you'll get to see the evolution of their ridiculous because they tried to actually start out like really serious and grounded in some kind of reality. And then they just go bonkers. And they know they've gone bonkers. So I hope you can see this study in um, creativity, I guess. <laughs> we will get into all of that <laughs> when the time excited. comes, Janine. <laughs> but next week we have... Men in Black 3. Even though Men in Black International will be out. Yes. Uh, I believe it comes out in two days, if yes. I've got my dates it comes right. Out this weekend. But we will be talking about that not next week, but the week after, because we'll be doing the third movie yes. next week. Um, but yeah, we will be doing a, uh, a piece on Men in Black International. One of the... Both of us haven't seen episodes. Yes. Which is, is always nice. We've, um, we actually, we've actually had, for all three series, we have had uh, an, this, this sort of in honour of movie that both of us haven't seen because it's a new release. We had Endgame, we had John Wick 3, and we now have Men in Black International. Yeah, that's kind of cool. And, it's kind of uh, cool that we keep doing that. <laughs> yes. And Especially I, with the month after as well, when we have Dam Hobbs and Shaw. Yes, wow. But then the month after that, we won't. No, 
That'll just um, be a straight up Morgan hasn't seen. That's why I kind of like, you know, planning these around releases of things. But yeah. Yeah. So sometimes you just want to do a certain genre. Yes. Like I feel like Drew Barrymore is an interesting thought that we've had to do. Especially yeah, especially Teen with, movies. I really like Drew Barrymore. I have some ideas spanning all the way till next year, like uh, religious comedies. Re- That's just because you, yeah, religious so. com religious comedies week. Well, That's not month, a lot of episodes. Month, sorry, my bad month. Month, yes. or maybe two months. Yes, or maybe and maybe next seven year months. We can have a little change up. Maybe I'll give you a few opportunities to flip the script on me. And make it Janine hasn't seen. And you can pick a series for me. Who knows? Who knows where this show will develop Well, I mean, we're going to have our one devoted listener, Carla. And that's going to keep the ship running. That's going to keep the lights on. So... Just about. Yeah. Just about keeping this light on that's right next to Thanks to you, Carla. Thanks. It's all all thanks to you, Carla. That is true. It's all... (laughs) thanks to you and we thank you for it for endlessly for the rest of time um but yeah who the hell knows where this mo- where this uh, show will develop to in the future it'll be fun to see what comes of it and what keeps happening on it it's a lot of fun janine has fun doing it i hope i do good because that's all we ask in co-hosts for each other to have fun. <laughs> and I certainly have fun. I'm glad you do too. Very much. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> Janine, where can everybody find you at? What are you up to? Um, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Janine Dubbing. Um, you can check me out as Janine the Machine uh, at Collider. Schmodown Collision. Streaming live June 22nd. So get your links and check it out live. It's going to be Well, you will be going up against. I will be competing in the manager bowl. So each manager will have a competitor competing on their behalf to get control of the league for a whole month. So, of course, I will be playing for Jay. I believe Stacy is playing for Corruption. Yeah. Uh, McWeening is playing. Okay. For and the... Roka. Yeah. And Ro. Okay, that's a fun and match. And Zipper. Like Eric Zipper will be playing oh, with so- Kaiser. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is that just because Kevin Smith can't do general trivia? Mm-hmm. Ooh. Ooh. Harsh. Harsh words. Sorry. Sorry, Kevin Smith. Sorry. Kevin Smith. We like, we, we like Kevin Smets. We like Kevin Smets on <laughs> Morgan Hasn't Seen. Uh, it's okay. Dare you uh, but insult yeah, Kevin That's Smets. a lot of... I'm not insulting anybody. <laughs> I'm not insulting anybody. Um, but yeah, that'll be a lot of fun. That's live stream. I believe you can purchase a live you stream. You can if you are not a patron of a certain level. You Of the Schmodown. Purchase it yeah. and watch it live. So it should be fun. June 22nd, the Schmodown Collision. Get to yeah. see the big match. Smets, actually, versus Kalinowski, Inner Geekdom. Oh, yeah. To see who goes up against Rachel for the belt in San Diego. So that's the big, big, big match. 
Yeah. Big so nobody's really cares guys. about the manager bowl because that's usually how it goes. <laughs> so that's probably why they put me in it. But no, that's not why they put you in it. That's not why they put you in it. Shut up. Um, Shut but up. yeah. Okay. <laughs> anyway, yeah. um, big I things also... <laughs> happening there, guys. Big things are happening yes. there, Janine. Stop uh, downplaying yourself. I also have a tea public shop, uh, G9 Design. So get your. Well, you can find Morgan hasn't seen shirts. And it's a wonderful podcast shirts. And even film physics shirts for Brandon Hannah's yes. show, Film Physics. So check it and out. And all G9 of your design. original designs. Too. And plenty of original silly things that I have created. So check it out. Um, you can join my Patreon at Janine LC. I have some fun things over there sticker of the month club some artwork uh, movie reviews um, study sessions all kinds of silly things so head over to patreon.com janine elsie if you want to join and help support me and my artwork and me and my silliness in getting to la every time i compete in a schmodown um yeah. so yeah think that's all the stuff and things oh yes i have a weekly column um a trivia sd called machine mondays where i write about some kind of schmodown related topic so you can check that out as well beautifully done beautifully done guys you can find me on the other show on this podcast feed too it's a wonderful podcast with me and nolan dean last week we did uh, an episode on Pillow Talk, starring Doris Day and Rock Hudson, uh, in honour of the uh, of Doris Day, because she sadly recently passed away, and uh, so we thought we would uh, commemorate her wonderful career and life with uh, doing a movie, doing one of her most famous movies on the uh, on the main show over there. Uh, so go, you can go and check that out, and check out all the other episodes of It's a Wonderful Podcast. And Morgan hasn't seen two. Uh, like Janine said earlier on, you can find us on Apple Podcasts where you can do all the rates and reviews, the five stars. Please don't give us a one star. That would be very mean. <laughs> um, but yes, the five star ratings, even just the, you know, half a second it takes just to click five stars really helps us. And uh, it'll be great. And if you'll you get a shout out like Carla. And, do that. and you'll get a big shout out like Carla did um, and like anybody else did that is going to be very very nice because we like nice people on the show Ginny. we do we like nice people on this show nice people make the world go round <laughs> yay i'm just sick of horrible people that's all i'm sick of i'm just sick of yeah well, that's i think why it's because we have this podcast, so we can put some positivity and silliness into the world it is and boy do we do that oh yes um yes but yeah find me on the other show find the uh the feed this entire feed with both shows on apple podcasts on spotify stitcher podbean Castbox, google Podcasts, and wherever else you may find uh your podcast and download the shows and listen and share with your friends and Keep helping us expand, guys. It's a lot of fun. Who knows where this show will go in the future? It'll keep going, I know that for sure. Yeah. As will as will it's a wonderful podcast and whatever else may so at some point turn up also on this uh humble podcast feed. It'll be a lot of fun, I know that for a fact. But you can find me on Twitter as well at the Purple Dump with a three instead of the E in the on Instagram at just the Purple Dawn. And 
that's going to do it. Janine, until uh, next week with Men in Black 3 with no Tommy Lee Jones but Josh Brolin, so it's a pretty decent substitute. Uh, we're going to do it at the same time this week because yeah, we didn't do it do last it. week. Bye. Bye. Damn it, I don't think we did it again. <laughs> we'll get it. We'll get it. We'll keep practicing.